Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perda. I'm a life and marriage coach for moms, wife, mom of three, and I'm also an Aries, and for my fellow human design nerds, a sacral manifesting generator. This podcast is for women who want to be happier in their marriage as they navigate their journey through motherhood, even if you're like me and you weren't shown how while growing up. Inside, we're going to be talking about breaking generational cycles when it comes to how to handle conflict in healthy ways, redefining motherhood your way, and prioritizing your well-being because here, we believe that women don't have to sacrifice their happiness to be a great mom. And a quick note to mamas listening with kids around, you may want to pop your earbuds in because nothing is left unsaid on this show, which means there may be times where something I say isn't meant for little ears. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Marriage and Motherhood podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about spiraling out of control during conflict. So when you're in an argument with your husband and you feel like you're spiraling out of control, you end up saying things and doing things that you're not proud of. In the moment, you might feel justified because you've had enough of whatever it is that's happening all the time. But moments later, you feel regret, maybe even guilt or shame for how you behaved. Because in any other situation where you're faced with challenges and and things that you don't like, maybe you don't act that way. But for some reason, when it comes to your husband, you do these things, right? And you might even do this kind of stuff with your kids too. Maybe it's different. Maybe it's the same. But Know that just because you are not behaving in a way that you want to behave 24-7 doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Even as someone who has spent years working on herself, talking about me, I still slip up, right? I still make mistakes. I still am human and you get to be human too, okay? And When you get to your breaking point, this means that you have passed the threshold of what you can handle. And at that point in time, because your needs are being met, you have a hard time being your calm, cool, collected self. So in this episode, I'll be sharing why this happens and what you can do about it so that you can start reacting less and responding more. Okay, so when I say react less, I mean like that, that instant reaction of, you know, like, oh, that upset me and I'm not giving it two thoughts. I'm just going to do what I do and have my actions and words be driven by my anger or frustration and stress. And what I mean by response is being intentional about how you choose to address the problem or what you do next, right? One's more well thought out and more likely to support whatever it is that you're trying to work towards. Whereas the other one, a lot of times it tends to be more sabotaging for your relationships and where you see yourself uh, going with your life and the dynamics that you're creating, all right? So when you're experiencing conflict with your husband, it might feel like you're going from zero to 60 in the moment and that you have absolutely no way of stopping it, 
right? I've been there. I used to think that I had no control over myself and that everybody else was the same, right? And in an upcoming episode, I actually interviewed uh, Lena Suarez Angelino. She's a therapist and she, she helps women. I, I shared that I didn't realize that the way I reacted was not healthy until I realized that I was the only one in my circle of friends that tended to react to the level that I did. Everybody else seemed like they were pretty like, yeah, they get mad, but they didn't get to the level I did. And they certainly didn't really allow their actions to be driven by that. And it was then where I realized, oh, I've got some work to do on myself, right? And I went down that spiral of, oh, what's wrong with me? How come I can't be like them? How come I lose my shit, right? Like, so if this is you, you are not alone. I have been through that. And now after doing a lot of work on myself and what I'm going to share with you in this episode, you too can work through that and feel more confident and love yourself more through the process of being able to respond more and react less. Okay. So if this is what you're experiencing, I got you. Like, just know that I got you. Okay. This is what I help all my clients with. I want to say majority of the people that come to me have these challenges that we get to work through together. So when you get to the point when you're spiraling, you've already met your limit. This is why it feels like you can't see it coming, why it comes out of nowhere, and you're just like, well, you just made me mad, so this is why I did what I did, or this is why I said what I did, or this is why I yelled, you know, what insert whatever it is that you normally do, okay? So if this is you, what you're going to do is you need to work backwards, okay? You need to work backwards, aka reflect, in this process will be your best friend, okay? Because how can you prevent something from happening that you didn't know was coming, right? Like, duh, you can't do that. It's really hard. Unless you have someone standing there saying, oh, you're doing it again, but even then it might not be received well, right? So what's happening is that you are experiencing a trigger and you have likely ignored it not consciously, of course, but subconsciously. Our ego tells us it's not a big deal. It's fine. It doesn't bother me because you want to be that chill wife that goes with the flow, doesn't cause problems, doesn't cause drama, right? At least this was true for me. But when you do this, things end up building up while you're in denial and then tick, tick, boom. Next thing you know, you're losing your shit, whether you're slamming cabinet door shut, giving attitude to your husband or giving the cold shoulder, like you are not being who you want to be. You feel like, who is this version of me, right? And why do you do this? Because your mind has gone into protection mode and it has activated your defense patterns. Okay, for whatever reason, it turns us into tantrum throwing adults. 
We would never do this type of thing at the workplace or with our friends, but yet something about our dynamic with our spouse has us doing all kinds of funny things when we're upset or hurt. Like maybe we hurt them back with our words, right? But logically, that doesn't fix things, right? If you feel unhappy, I doubt name calling or bringing up what they've done wrong can actually help the situation be resolved. But what it does is that it gives us the attention that we actually want, right? It gives us their attention because they're like, okay, what's going on now? She's upset. What problem can I fix? Right? Back to that episode uh, where I shared the two uh, things that men look for while they're talking to you, right? So if you haven't listened to that yet, go back. Uh, I believe it was last week's episode. All right. So what this does is it gives us attention. And we're kind of like our kids at this point. Any attention, even if it's negative attention, is better than none. And if you've been on a journey of becoming a more conscious parent than your parents were, you know that when our kids act out, it's because they're craving connection. And if we're talking to them or yelling at them, that's us giving them our attention. Except that doesn't create connection. Yeah, but they don't know the difference. For them, they're just like, I don't care. I'm getting what I need. I wanted you to spend time with me or whatever. It doesn't matter if you're yelling at me and I don't like what's happening. The fact is that you stopped doing what you were doing and now you're here with me. So just like that logic doesn't make sense, this is how our minds work when we meet our limit. We kind of like revert back to our younger selves and we start doing things that actually sabotage what we want, right? It gets us farther away from what we want rather than get us closer and supporting our, our efforts, like our uh, whatever it is that we want with our relationship, which is, I hope, to get closer, right? More intimacy, more connection, more openness, all of that. And this is exactly why it's important to become more self-aware with each experience and learn more about ourselves so we know how to support ourselves so we don't feel the need to use our defense patterns so that we can do things that actually help us get our needs met. This is also why it's so important to be honest and understand that we have a part in how our relationship feels today, okay? It doesn't matter if your husband has done stuff wrong, okay? You have done things that have co-created this situation, whether it's what you've ignored in yourself, how you have been behaving, how you have been reacting. There is something there, okay? So even if it feels like he's 100% in the wrong, there is something that you contributed to. Okay, so with that said, what if it didn't have to be anyone's fault? What if instead of trying to pin the blame on someone, having it be very black and white, what if you allowed yourself to view your marriage in shades of gray, right? A healthier process to consider is that it's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. You have a problem in your what in your marriage. So so what if 
both of you own that it's a problem with your relationship and both of you come together to solve it together. It's not a, okay, well, you did more wrong, so you need to fix it kind of thing. It's more like we have a problem, so what are we going to do about it? And you put your heads together and figure it out. So if you've been experiencing this loss of control with your husband, more often than you care to admit, and you want to be the kind of wife who can talk things through with honesty, vulnerability, and impact without getting defensive and reducing the chances of him getting defensive, I'm going to share the first two steps in the process I teach my clients that has helped them to be more responsive and have more productive conversations with their husbands, which has led to more communication, more open communication, and deeper intimacy in their marriage, where conflict feels a lot easier. They as a couple, they as individuals feel more resilient, okay? And they don't get so anxious anymore when there's problems because they know that they're going to figure it out. So remember, earlier I mentioned you've got to work backwards, right? So you've had the argument or encounter and you're wondering why things went off track, okay? So the step number one is think back to when you noticed a shift in your behavior. What sensations did you feel in your body at the time? This might be something you've actually never learned before, but here we go. Okay. The sensations that you feel, this is your body's way of alerting you that you've hit your capacity. This is also how you experience anger or frustration. So recognizing this will be your first step towards changing how you respond. Because once you realize, oh, this is my experience of anger. This is how I experience frustration. You're going to see those signs coming before your mouth can start going off or before you decide to act on your anger. It's that we have not been taught to pay attention to the sensations going on inside of our body that has us feeling like we're going zero to 60 in like 0.1 seconds flat. Okay. It is really a mind-body connection and your body's constantly giving you feedback, right? Like kind of like when you go into the room and things feel really, really tense, your body starts like having you feel some type of way. It's like uncomfortable. So it's kind of like that. So start paying attention to, oh, there's that feeling again. Okay, what do I want to do about that feeling? What am I not feeling okay about? What am I feeling angry about? This will help you be in less denial and be more in tune with your internal radar of, oh, something's not right here. I got to check in with myself. What can I do for myself? How can I support myself? Or what do I need to share with my husband before things go crazy? Because it's when we deny ourselves of meeting our needs where things really go bad. Okay, so that's number one. Step number two is identify and understand your triggers. 
what led you to go into a fit of anger or frustration is your trigger. Okay, so asking yourself, okay, now that I'm familiar with how anger presents itself in my body and how I experience it, it's all different from ev- for everyone, right? Like for me, I feel hot. <laughs> I start to like ball up my fists. My whole body feels tense. I feel like a shot of adrenaline just went through my body and I feel like I have to act. Like I, I, I feel like I have to defend myself. I feel like I have this like urgency to do something and I can get kind of aggressive, not physically, but like, I feel like I have to protect myself and I will speak up for myself. Okay. So that's how I experience it. Um, my heart starts racing, but for other people, it could be like your shoulders get really tense. Your jaw locks up. Um, maybe you're your vision gets blurry. Maybe your stomach gets into knots. There's so many different ways that each of your, each of our bodies can experience these emotions. And it's really important to learn how you experience it so that you can look out for the signs. Okay. But back to step number two. All right. So identify and understand your triggers. What led you to go into that fit of anger or frustration? And what did you see or hear or What were your thoughts about them, right? What feelings came up for you? This process of self-inquiry and reflection is what's going to help build your ability to talk things through with your husband without it turning into another unproductive conversation where you end up feeling like he doesn't get you and things will never change, yada, 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 right? Our minds can think some seriously messed up things and the assumptions it makes, the beliefs it clings onto, and all that can cause so much anxiety where we end up turning small things into much bigger things that leave our partners feeling confused and attacked. When really we can all benefit from getting more curious with ourselves and with our partners. Following this process will help you gain more clarity on what's actually going on behind the scenes so that you can make subtle shifts in what you're doing in response to them. This will take time, so drop the judgment that you hold over yourself, okay? Because I used to judge myself all the time. Like, why can't I just be normal when I am mad? Why do I have to do these certain things? Why do I fall into these patterns where it's like, I almost like, it's kind of like a paper cut, right? Where you get that paper cut and it's almost like things slowed out right before you cut your finger and you're like, God, I knew that was going to happen. Why did I keep going towards it? Why did I keep holding that thing like that? Like, same for like knife cuts too. I feel like when I'm cooking, it's like, oh, I feel like this is not a good way and right? So same thing, same thing. You don't need to judge yourself. That's not going to be helpful, right? You're not perfect. Neither am I. We are human, okay? So taking the time to get really, really curious about what is going on, right? A, A really powerful but simple question to keep asking yourself until you get down to the root of it is why, right? Why am I feeling 
and insert your emotion. Why does that upset me so much? Keep asking yourself these why questions. Why does this bother me more than any other time? Okay, this is like a repetitive thing. What do I need right now? What could make this situation better? What do I want going forward? Like all of this curiosity is what builds out your ideas on how to have a productive and open communication or conversation with your husband. But without doing this, you're going to spend your time with your husband working through this. But meanwhile, he's taking everything that you're saying as if you've already got it worked out, but really you're just brainstorming, right? That conversation is not suited for that. This is a private, maybe you do it with a a trusted friend, right? One that won't fan the flames and build your ego up because that's what's going to lead to sabotaging behavior, right? Because you want your relationship to get better, not worse. So find a trusted friend if you don't want to do this by yourself. But really taking that time to figure your shit out is so, so important. Okay? Really easy to be like, I don't have that kind of time. But I swear to you, if you do this enough, it will save you time because of all the conflict that will either be prevented or shortened because you have grown your understanding of yourself and you're able to articulate to your husband exactly what's happening in a way where he's like, got it, okay, this is what I'm gonna do next. This is how I'm gonna handle this going forward. This is how we're gonna work better together, right? The whole point of this is to fight better every time as a couple, right? Not for you to chop them down by the knees and and be like, I need to assert my power, right? But to work together. Okay, we have a problem. How are we going to deal with it? How can we become better through this process? Okay, so the intention behind doing this is to make sure that what you're doing most is supporting your marriage. So there's less self-sabotaging through your defense patterns and more truth and compassion for yourself and him. And I know that might be hard for some of you to hear because the last thing you might want to do is hold compassion for him when he did something that upset you. But it's that compassion to see him as also a human that makes mistakes, either because he didn't know that it was a mistake or he did it without thinking, okay? But either way, over time, all the subtle shifts that you're making just from these two steps alone add up to a lot of different experiences with how conflict is in your marriage. So your conflict can then turn into a catalyst to more intimacy and more love and feeling connected. I mean, 
isn't that what you want with your husband to really feel understood, seen, heard, but returning the favor also, right? He also wants to feel understood, seen, and heard, and accepted. So work on those two. Those are the first two steps to the process that I teach my clients. And let me know how it goes. Shoot me a DM. Let me know how this episode landed for you, if you're resonating with it, what you are having trouble with. Let's talk. I'm here to support you. And that's all for this episode. If you like this podcast, I invite you to reach out to work together because how things are right now doesn't have to be how things are for the rest of your life. I'm here to support you in identifying what small shifts you can make so you can improve your communication and connection with your husband while creating a fulfilling life. This means getting specific feedback for your unique life and relationship so that you can focus your effort on what actually creates more joy and connection in your life. Thank you so much for listening to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I hope that this episode helped you deepen your relationship with your husband and more importantly, with yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to leave a review. See you back here next week. Bye.